like Powerade is like, oh, you played all right. Here's a Powerade Gatorade. So you fucking won. You're champion. You won. Put this, yeah. put this in your, the women are waiting. <laughs> That's what Gatorade is, bro. It's just like, it's the OG one. That's what made the AIDS. Not like the bad AIDS, like the good AIDS, <laughs> like Powerade, Lucasade. No, Lucasade probably different. Like Powerade and Gatorade and Staminade and shit. And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. You are on with the boys, Matty B and Lock Lachlan. What is doing? Matty B, what a do? What is going on, mate? A do, big man. To the NBA season. How are you feeling? Oh, bro, I'm feeling good. As a Clippers fan, I'm feeling shit. As NBA is my religion, I'm feeling really, really good. I'm praying to all my deities and... Uh, yeah, we're getting some good basketball. We're getting some fucking good basketball. Holy shit. Teams, teams that um, we weren't expecting are, are, you know, absolutely balling. So, and teams uh, we expected are not balling. No, they're not. Shout they're out not. Houston Rockets. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> going to rookie of the year if you only win yeah. 10 games. <laughs> uh, okay, so as always, guys, you know where to find us at Fifth and Dribble uh, on Instagram and on Twitter, uh, anchor.fm slash Fifth and Dribble. Uh, speaking of Instagram, we had a had a beautiful shout out from a, from a podcast ranking page. I uh, really appreciate that, uh, getting, a, getting a shout out there. So uh, thanks to them. Um, and uh, yeah, look, we're just going to keep churning shit out. I mean, we enjoy doing it. Uh, you guys apparently enjoy listening to it so and we if appreciate it then hostages for you i guess yeah just yeah <laughs> holding people against their will man. i'll it's come like, and i'll find you'll make you listen to it bro it's like in high school i probably shouldn't be saying this it probably gets cancelled but it's like in high school when uh, your brother used to threaten you to tie it down and make you watch Brokeback mountain make it off that tent scene <laughs> he was into it wasn't he <laughs> that's why he's got the moustache now <laughs> Not my brother. I was just saying brothers in general, but okay, uh, you didn't have to go there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, before before we do get cancelled, let's uh, let's push on. No, no NRL today. All right, we're we're firmly in the basketball season. Nothing there is happened, bro. Nothing, nothing happened in NRL. So we're going. We need straight. a sex scandal already. Give us something to talk about. Yeah, Bulldogs. Boys, what are you doing? In, Stop yeah, signing boys. people and start banging people. Boys, you're in the off season. Go fucking AMG tomorrow. Nothing non-consensual. <laughs> But, you know, get some consensual shit going on. Get oh, no, sorry. One thing bathroom. one thing did happen. Mitchell Pierce asked for a release. But, I mean, we predicted that on the well, last one. Speaking of sexual activity, yeah. <laughs> consent, Mitchell Pierce. Well, see, there was a there was a joke that was going through my head when he said, uh, go ham, cheese, tomato, and I thought there would be fucking sandwiches. And then fucking sandwiches went to fucking objects that don't like to be fucked, which then went to dogs, which then went to Mitchell Pierce. So, I'm sure, come full circle. I mean... I'm sure dogs like to be fucked, but just by other not dogs. that dog. No, like, no I'm sorry. I'm sure the dog enjoyed getting it or giving it, whatever he, whatever that dog's personal preference was between him and God. Can we stop um, talking about sexual harassment cases against dogs and let's start talking about sexual harassment cases I mean, against sons' owners? <laughs> All right, let's segue into that. Okay, I don't want to, I don't want you going on a sex dog tangent. Okay, let's just let's push yeah, on. I try not to get cancelled. Yeah, let's not get cancelled. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're close. We could almost get cancelled. It's fine. All right, so. Um, uh, the son's owner has been accused, though, of uh, racism, sexism, and sexual assault uh, or sexual harassment, sorry, on uh, multiple accounts. Sexual assault would be, well, um, is he the new Donald Sterling? And is possibly this why DeAndre Ayton isn't getting his bag? 
I mean, the first thing you've got to ask yourself, are you surprised that a white billionaire is probably not the best dude? Yeah, not really. <laughs> I mean, Jeff how- Bezos seems to do all right. Uh, I don't know. I reckon that's because he hides the reptile skin under that human suit. <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. This is, yeah, I haven't read much about this, actually. I heard something last week about it. I don't know the details. I don't know which, I, the racism is the, is the forefront one, right? Like yeah. that's kind of what it is. And then the rest yeah. is kind of, whereas like the Sterling one was just racism. He was like. Yeah. And then he dressed I mean, up as uh, his wife to try and get into Clippers games. <laughs> did he? Yeah, he dressed, up, he dressed up as a woman. So he got banned. So he got kicked out and then he got banned. And then he put on a wig and a dress and tried to get into the game. Why well, don't he dress up as his, as his wife? Because no, it wasn't, it wasn't, sorry. It wasn't his wife. His wife did not look like a female no, Donald Sterling. His no, wife was, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Like, I know what you mean. Yeah, he dressed up as a female twin of his, but uh, yeah. but I don't think I don't think this has got anything to do with like Aiton not getting the bag. I mean, they pay Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges is a colored brother as well. So, um, oh, have you not? Chris Paul's like yeah, Chris Paul got Chris, an ultimate bag. Right, He's if, ultimate. If, if you're not playing, if you're not paying brothers in the NBA, you're not getting a good team. I'll just say that. No, hundred percent. It's not the '60s anymore. You can't just pay the hockey. George Mikans of the world. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work like that. Um, but the fact that there's a white dude as the logo, that needs to change. Like, come on. There's so many <laughs> influential like Jerry West. Nah, nah, as, nah. As Shaq nah. says about Ernie, Jerry West is light skin. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think this has got anything to do with um, with that not getting paid. I think it has more to do with Sava being cheap. Yeah. Notoriously so. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think this was a big surprise that eventually this team would be brought down um, by Sava's I think that- cheapness. I think the thing too, like if it was like the next Donald Sterling, like it would have been sorted by now. Like obviously things are getting sorted behind closed doors. So as you said, you haven't heard much about it. Like the last thing I heard about it was about five days ago. So um, like it's big, don't get me wrong, racism, sexism, sexual harassment, they're all fucking big things. But the Donald Sterling thing seemed to be over within like a week. That was like huge. He was, he was fired. He was banned. He was blacklisted from like most of the United States except for Texas. So it's like it obviously isn't as bad as that. It's still bad though. You know what I mean? Like it could be. We don't know what, what the investigation will yield. But I mean, mm. the Donald Sterling thing was it was during the playoffs and it was what, some of the first years of Lob City. It was the first or second year of Lob City? It would have been second year of Lob City, right? Second year of Lob City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a big deal. And it was and that kind of shaped the Clippers from there on. And Steve Barmer's a G. Everyone loves Steve Barmer, crazy right. on the sideline. That's Love some Steve Barmer, some fire grabbing. But I mean, <laughs> let's quickly touching on Aiton again, where it's like, I think if Sava does have any sense, the only logic I can kind of see in this is that they're going to match him anyway. He's a restricted. So they're going to match him. So it's not like Mm. he can walk. So they're not going to lose him, like at Mm. least in the short term. And I guess the theory is you can replace what a center does more more than you can replace Chris Paul or Bridges or... I mean, yeah, who else yeah. did they pay? They paid um Andrew Shamet. Yeah, that, that's a tough one. The, the Shamet one's a tough. This, yeah, the Shamet one's a tough. I'm not offended that one. But, um, <laughs> the Waluigi one. Yeah, bro. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that one was tough. One. But, but I, guess, I mean, I think Sava just feels like he could probably replicate what a center does. He might not be like like if Aiton's like a ten, right? Like a nine or a ten. You yeah. probably get a seven, maybe six and a half for probably a lot less than what the max is really. 
Yeah, 100. And I mean, four for 43, talking on Landry Shammer is a lot less than Aiton's wanting, what, five, two, or seven? Like, fuck. It is. And that's Shandry. And that um, Landry. Shandry Lammett. What's his name? Landry Shammer? Sh- Shandry Lammett, yeah. Shandry Lammett, Shay. Uh, he, um, that, that becomes a pretty tradable contract anyway, really. Right, 100. He's a that, shooter. Like, he's, yeah, he's a shooter. He's always going to have a job. He's the type of player that teams can easily talk themselves into. Mm-hmm. All right, well, moving on. Uh, Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard were uh, participating in, a, in some cuddles, a little scuffle this week on the bench. Uh, ended up with Dwight being pushed and falling onto the bench, and teammates had to separate them, including the coaching staff. Uh, the Lakers are currently two and three after losing today to OKC after being up by 26 points, in which Westbrook was tossed from that game with a second and a half left after Darius Baisley stole the ball and dunked it on an inbounds with four seconds left to go. Left to go. They were they were within five, so I understand the dunk. But anyway, back to the scuffle. What do you what do you make it like the the in house issues in the two and three Lakers? It's nothing. Don't worry about it. Nothing. Don't Not worry even about on the radar. Not even on the radar. Sometimes, if you're boys, you got to have a cuddle. you got to get in each other's face. Let the emotions go over there, you know, hanging All around. Right, next time, time I want to, like, sock you in the throat, I'll remind you of this. I'll start playing this and fuck it. I was to bring a step ladder. It'll be all right, Chief. Uh, but, I mean, I, I'm not... Me. Wounded. <laughs> Wounded. I'm, uh, I'm not too concerned, man. Honestly, this is... I'm sure, I'm sure a lot more of this goes on than we realise. Yeah, hundred. Um, I mean, and it probably happened. It probably doesn't happen as much now, where social media and reporting and everything is so like now, now, now. Nothing's really like a secret. Mm. Um, I mean, it's just it happens, especially guys that kind of play the same position. I think it's kind of it's kind of good. I mean, it depends what they're arguing about, but to me, it's kind of it's not a bad thing because when you look at AD and Dwight, the mm. two guys that people criticize for not caring. Like that's yeah. been Dwight's whole thing, right? Like, oh, he's smiling, he's having a good time. Like, fuck me, he just enjoys life. Like, how dare he? How and dare like, he? Like, what AD is AD, and he's got his own things going on. He's been like his lack of competitiveness, which I think he's definitely turned around. Mm. But if these guys are really, if if this is because they want to win, then this is a good thing. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think it's good because LeBron's not involved. Yeah. LeBron and and even Westbrook seems like a great teammate and a diplomat that everyone seems to like. Um, wow, I don't know what, if I agree with that. What? Westbrook being Russell, a great, the great teammate. That I think he's a great teammate. Everyone that's played with him has loved him. Who hasn't loved Westbrook that's played with him besides Dion Waiters? I'm not I'm not saying people haven't loved him, but, I mean, I, I personally wouldn't want him as a teammate. I mean, yeah, to win games maybe, but as a as a guy that I'm thinking as like a voice of the fucking locker room, no, nah, it's a no from me, Chief. I mean, it could be different. You, could be, you don't have to be the voice of a locker room to be a good leader. Mm. And, a, and a good teammate. And I think that's, I think that's what he does. Well, he's, he's very introverted to, he has to be. And then I think when he's not introverted and he's telling people off or he's telling people to do things, makes people listen. Mm. And they think, Oh, okay. He's, he's focused on me now. You know, normally he's on his own little one man crusade against the, uh, against the media. But if he turns to Dwight, tells him to pull his head in. Mm. Well, he was on a fucking one man crusade against Darius Basie today. He ran after him. Like he was going after him after that dunk today. Darius Basie wasn't having anything of it. He was like, no, play the ball, play the ball. Let's go. I yeah, love nah. that. I love that out of a young yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I hate this whole, oh, no, don't play hard the whole, like, don't play hard the whole time, bro. What, what am I going to do? Have a turnover? Yeah. Like, I'm going to take it to the cup, exactly. bro. Like, there was even that, um, and bead one, and bead, and bead on the OKC. Mm. Josh. I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, Josh. He went up for a went up for a layup. I think there was only a minute and a half left, and mm. Embiid fouled him hard. And the announcers, oh, you're up. 
you're up 20, whatever, blah, blah, why? Or you saw you're down 20, blah, blah, why are you playing hard still? Mm-hmm. It's like a minute and a half left, bro. What's he going to do? Dribble out. Are we going to just leave Not the clock basketball? out for the next like 10, yeah. 10 possessions? Yeah, we're we forgetting this in the NBA, yeah. gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're playing hard all the time, man. If he's got a fast break dunk, take dunk the fast break shit. dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, talking a little bit off the court, uh, Enes Kanter has come out on a bit of a civil rights uh, movement and he's uh, calling out slavery, saying that the Nike, that Nike themselves are to blame for the slave, a lot of slave labor in China. Uh, he tweeted out at Phil Knight and LeBron James and uh, basically said to the guys, let's jump on a plane and fly to China together. We can visit these slave labor camps and you guys can see it with your own eyes. What do you, uh, what do you make of this? I try not to get cancelled. <laughs> Ennis Cantor is not the voice to be making this. Like, bro, um, if you got, have a shoe deal. I mean, it's not. It's not just that. It's like, look, I, I, I like that he calls out what he sees wrong, especially in his home country of Turkey. I appreciate that because there's so many guys. So many. Oh yeah, Americans. sorry, he mentioned Turkey as well. Yeah, yeah but there's so like so many Americans who are watching the NBA that don't know what happens around the world. Mm. And if this is the only exposure they get to stuff like this, then this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like th- this is what you want to, s- that stuff um, where he's fighting against. I can't remember the, the dictator's name in Turkey or the president's in Turkey, whoever it is he's beefing against. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was taking some, he was taking some personal sacrifices on that. They were going after his family mm. saying, as soon as you come, you're arrested. They're trying to get other countries to arrest him. Mm. Um, they're canceling his passport and shit. Like it's it's a real thing. I understand it. This one, I don't know. This this one screams to me as oh shit, trying to stay relevant. Like if if you're throwing Phil Knight and LeBron James in a tweet, like there's only one of you who's going to benefit. Only one of the three that's going to benefit out of putting them in a tweet, right? Like, mm-hmm. And it's easy to do this when you like you know you're probably towards the end of your NBA career and your next deal could be your last. Mm, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, he get I, no minutes in Boston right now. I mean, like I appreciate I appreciate the sentiment. I think what he does is great, and we need more guys to do it and speak up to stand up what it's for. But it's like when it starts to turn to to something to use for per, more personal than it is for, for like if he's just a good person and just does mm. these things and raise raises awareness and is an activist and and competes in these things. Mm. that should be enough to then turn around and say, well, you know, you guys can do this too. Maybe a few jabs in the media, this and that, but turning it on this is like, really like he knew what he was doing, doing that. And yeah. 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 And no, I'm with you. I just, I don't think Kent is the right voice for this. I mean, you got to get someone with just a little bit more clout in, in my mind. Uh, moving on. Zach Levine. He's got a small ligament tear in his non shooting hand thumb, but it says that he will play on, uh, especially after the Bulls start four and what do you, what do you make of this? Is this, but it's early in the season. Just get surgery. That's what? It's four weeks. Yeah. It can't be that bad. Torn ligament in the thumb. Like, I don't know. I, unless, unless they can heal it without surgery. But this, reckon- is a, this is a man that's supposed to be like three, like supposed to be like a really good three and D kind of guy. Like not, not overly the D, but like in terms of like a three level scorer is more what I'm meaning to say. I, th- like I think he can, I think he can do that with his thumb the way that it is. To me, the non shooting hand was a big thing. But, he's, um, but he, he's a dunker. He's a high flyer. Like, he's going to be, you know, jumping up and grabbing I that rim. I, I still trust the team. Like, if it was really that bad where he needed surgery, he'd be having surgery. That'd be, mm. he'd be having surgery. I think, I think they know they can probably heal. I don't know a lot about thumb surgery, if I'm being honest with you. It wasn't mm. my specialty. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm guessing that they are confident they, they can heal it without surgery. And if yeah. that's the case, play on. 
Kobe White is still to come back. When he yeah. comes back, maybe take some time off then. Speaking of Kobe White, though, uh, trade rumors, man. Mm, there's a little bit of that. there's a little bit of Kobe White to on the trade block to see if they can get any more veteran talent to win this year. Mm. Uh, look, I <laughs> bit of a spoiler to question time. The Bulls aren't winning it this year. Uh, it's not happening. Uh, sorry, big Druzy. But place uh, I'd like to, can I tell you an out there place I wouldn't mind seeing Kobe White? You say Sacramento, I will come and slap no, that's you. Ben, that's, too ben many Simmons, guards. that's Ben Simmons' team. Sacramento. Ben Simmons' team. Oh, where do you want? Where do you want to see Kobe? White? Um, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, you just want a point guard to go to Dallas and yeah, help I do. Luka. I just want yeah. someone help my boy. Someone, someone that's not named Jalen Brunson. Someone. I I, I like Jalen Brunson. Don't get me wrong. You and me both. He's like the next JJ Barea. Like it makes I think, sense. Yeah, but... I think I think I thought Brunson was going to be closer to Brogdon when he was younger, but I think mm. yeah, Barea is probably a good shout on that one. But mm. I mean, someone help out Luca. Someone help Luca. Someone help him. He's down there drowning. Yeah. All right. But I do yeah. think that'd be a good fit. That that'd be a great backcourt. I think too. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, um, had a few, had a few really good dunks this week. I mean, uh, I don't know how much you're watching or how many highlights you're watching. I mean, you're watching every game. What I'm talking about, uh, your boy Lowry Markin absolutely threw it down on uh, Nikola Jokic. Finisher, the finisher. Yeah, the it's the first finisher. time we've ever been able to use that nickname that came Euro out. Euro on Euro day. crime. I love it. Yeah, uh, Jokic slid under and tried to take a little bit of the charge. Uh, Jalen Brown, holy baptism. Miles mm, Bridges, Miles Bridges came out right, and he said in the interview uh, after the game, oh, psh, "I'm gonna jump every time I'm gonna jump. Okay, if he's gonna yam it, he's gonna yam it." So I respect that. But holy poster! If they were ever to bring back those '90s posters of like dunks, this is up there with one of the freaking ones that I want on the wall. And then Bridges earlier in the game uh, had a bit of a dunk on Hernan Gomez and Brown. He kind of slipped between the two of them on a, on an errant pass from Lamelo, which they count as an assist, but it is what it is. Um, what was your what was your dunk of the week? I, I mean, there was John Collins once as well, but John I, Collins is doing that every game. I like the Laurie Markinen one. Oh, it not where nice. I thought you were going. No, I liked I liked the Bridges comment though. Yeah. I, li- I like the Bridges comment. He seems like such a good dude and a great teammate. And yeah, bro. he was playing in Philadelphia. He was drafted by Philadelphia, wasn't he? Was that Bridges or the Phoenix Bridges? No, nah, no, nah, Phoenix. Nah, so that's the Phoenix Bridges. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Mikhail was drafted by Philly. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Right, you want me to fact check? You go on a little fact tangent. Check, go on, get, get a little check, Google. Yeah, but no, nah, man, I like the comments from Bridges. I like that he was like, I'm going to go up. I'm going to try and take the block. Um, yeah, good stuff. I mean, Jalen Brown's good. I think Jalen Brown is so athletic, like, not sneaky athletic, but like he's just so athletic. Mm. And I don't know if that's the first thing you think when you think about him. Mm. But God, oh. he, God, he yammed it on him. You hate to see this. What? First of all, Ligma, uh, Mikhail Bridges. Drafted number 10, Philadelphia 76ers from LA via Phoenix, traded to Phoenix. Number 12, Miles Bridges. Drafted by the Los Angeles Clippers from Detroit, traded to Charlotte. Who they traded for? I don't. Oh, uh, Shea Gildas Alexander. They, that's right. They did a pick swap. They did a pick swap that. Oh, 11, 11 for 12. So we really Paul, want Shea. So you traded him for Paul George. Traded him for Paul George, basically, yeah. How do you feel about that? Mm. Out of those three, who would you rather have going forward? Bridges, Shea, or Paul George? Shea. Hands yeah. down. Shea. Shea's the... Say what you want about the fucking plantar fasciitis. That's not a thing. Uh, 
bro, you you know how high I was on Shea when mm. he came, like when he came through. Like he was the the only jersey that I bought in the 2018 season was a Shea Gilders Alexander jersey. I was in Staples and I was like, I need to have that. Uh, I was also carrying a few extra kilos, so now that jersey is a bed sheet. But um, uh, oh, I love me some Shea. I watch Oklahoma for Shea. And now for Giddy as well. But if he, yeah, if Shea was bro. on a team who's actively trying to lose, he might be an all NBA third team guy this year. Bro, 100%. He's balling this year. He's your, I reckon he's an all star lock. Mm. You heard it here first. Probably not first, but you heard it here. Um, but yeah, my dunk of the week, it's got to be Jalen. Oh, fuck yeah. me. That was just, I like that. I respect that you went, uh, Laurie. From the side, it doesn't really look like that much of a jam, but did you see that under the basket? Yeah, that angle? was the dope oh, angle. And the flex, bruh. too. Like he's somebody. Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. You flex it, bro. Like, what? Only seven foot skinny, man. Yeah, yeah mate. Whew. But I mean, he's, we were we were racking on Laurie, you know, before the season. Somebody's. Uh, Bro, I'm, I'm, right. a, I'm a I'm a keep wagon. Don't worry about but it. If, if he keeps playing this, we, we might have to take our licks, mate. Don't worry about that. Yeah, maybe, but no, nah, prove it. Uh, okay, so uh, we're going to get into a couple of things before we get into question time. So I've got uh, I've got three games for you. The most surprising upset. Okay, so of the last couple of days, uh, what tier has been the most surprising upset? OKC over the Lakers today. They were down 26 at one point. We mentioned it already. Uh, the Orlando Magic over the Knicks. They won 110-104 uh, the other day. Uh, or today again, the Cavs over the Clippers, 92-79. to 79. Now, this, these are all what we think are playoff teams versus what we call Tier 4 teams earlier in the year. So what, what are we making of this? I don't know. Like I looked at this, right, and I, and I went, oh, this is easy. This is an obvious answer. But then I did it twice more, and it happened for one for each team. It's not <laughs> as easy as what you think. Like nah, it's Cavs not. over Clippers is a big upset, but then you remember the Clippers suck. Whoa. <laughs> That's Kidding. unnecessary. Um, I mean, that probably really is what Cavs over Clippers is probably really what it is because OKC over Lakers, especially seeing how the Lakers had played the last few um, – the last few games, I knew it was going to take them a while to get to get sorted and get their chemistry yeah. going. And OKC just they look like no Bron in that game either. Yeah, and they look like they were building to this win OKC the last couple of games. Mm. Um, and they they had it done, and it was it, it was close there for a little bit. Mm. Uh, big comeback, Magic uh, Magic over Knicks. I mean, Magic are bad, but they're playing pretty well with a new coach. Yeah, who's and, actually playing their young guys and giving the yeah, ball to which Cole is good Anthony to see. and saying, hey, and then, just and, fucking do shit. And the Knicks are pretty good, but they got some guys that, that can, if they take an off night, they don't look very good, if you know what I mean. Guys like mm-hmm. Kemba and D-Rose and, and even Evan Fournier. Bruh, first the Clippers blasphemy, now D-Rose blasphemy. You, you're cruising for it's, a bruise. It's not son. D-Rose blasphemy, it's just Knicks, you know. The Knicks don't yeah, have the, Knicks. the deepest team. Fuck the Knicks. Um, the Cavs over Clippers is surprising because I thought the Cavs were going to be bad. Yeah, bro. You and me I both. thought the Cavs are going to be. You and me both. Bad. The Cavs are three and two. Oh, bro, no. they're locked in defensively. Those guards are looking good. Mobley's looking good. I read. I, I read a stat that Mobley through four games has seventy-two like defended shots at the rim. Mm. Yeah, which is unbelievable. And I there's a weapon. Yeah, dude is an absolute weapon. And so, I think Jared Allen is second or third behind him. Let me read you. The fucked up top eight of the Eastern Conference right now. Like, it's just five games. Okay, I get it. But from one to eight, you've got the Bulls, the Hornets, the Knicks, the Heat, the Wizards, the Hawks, the Bucks, and the Cavs. 
I know how the fuck the Wizards are there. Shout out, Bro, Luke, mate. The Wizards are three and one. Montrez right. Harrell had a 25 and 10 game today to win. Have you spoken to your boy, Luke? Is he walking around like a dog with two dicks? Bro, I work with him. All right. All I hear all day is you be sleeping on Washington. You be sleeping on my boy, Coos. I'm like, Coos was not doing anything. He's like, I don't care. He's like, he's like, no, no, straight up. He's like, I don't care. That's the only name that I know. <laughs> my fucking saying to me, Montrezl. He's called Montrezl. He's called Montrezl. Montrezl. Like a, Montrezl. Key, like a Montrezl. key and Peele Super Bowl player. Yeah. Montrezl, Montrezl. Harul. Like just straight up. Yeah. Uh, Montrez balling. I, I love to see Montrez in this kind Mate, of. I love the team's playing hard. They're doing all right. Has, uh, Bill hasn't played yet, has he? Nah, I don't think so. But Montrez yeah. in this role where he's just rim running, going 10 yeah. to 13 from the field and, and showing off that motor, he was squandered at the Lakers last year. And he's playing like Clippers game. I'm telling you, he's in, he's in red, white, and blue, baby. And that's why – put the guns away. And that's why he's uh, – that's why he's – like succeeding. That's why the team's succeeding, all right? He's a small ball center that plays well above his uh, weight, scores way more points than Dennis Robin, but he gives me mad Dennis Robin vibes, just the way that he, like, dives after the ball and, like, just never gives up on a play. He's not going to give you 50 rebounds in a game, but fuck, man, he's going to try. I think I think this season will get him a deal or a trade to a contender. Well, that happened last year after after six man of the year, but it never like it didn't work out. I think he's another one. There's there's two types of players. There's a guy. There's like the shooter, the three and D guy. Like I guess well, three guys really. Shooter about to say more than two types. Um, In my head, I had the shooter and the three and D as the same, but they're they're different. I'll cop that. The shooter, the three and D, and then like the rim running big. The motor they're, guy, yeah. Yeah, they're all guys that like like the bench big. They're all guys that contenders are like, man, we're just one of him away. Yeah. We, we yeah. can we can go get him. We've got the stuff. Right, you imagine his motherfucker on the Warriors? Like that's the thing. Like with Draymond. Do, do you oh. know what I mean? Like that's that's what teams talk themselves into. Oh. And I think contenders will continue to do it, especially about a guy like Montrez. Right, send all the water back to Washington. And, oh. and a send guy who backs yeah, 100, 100. No, I completely – I agree where you come from. Uh, most surprising upset to me, bro, it's got to be it's got to be that OKC game. Uh, they got they got a lot of young guys on here. And we talk about Rockets only winning 10 games. Uh, OKC might only win 10 games as well. Like, No, I think they're better than that. I think they're going to have a big second half of the season. Who are you going to – okay. Mm. I was going to say, who, do you want to make a little bet? OKC or Rockets to have more wins, but – I think we'll both take OKC. No, who the fuck will take the Rockets? If anyone... Okay, PSA. If anybody wants to take the Rockets for more wins than OKC for a case bet, DM me. Do it. Because I will take that bet. Yeah, he'll take that bet. That fifth and dribble. Hit us. Hit us up. All right. You want to hit a case? Do you want to hit a case? Big PSA right here. If you want to take Rockets over. I expensive stuff. Yeah. Want the great we're willing to pay up. We'll come to your house. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah, it. We'll pick up no Dan Murphy's delivery bullshit. I'll come get it. Pick up so I can laugh in your face. All right. So moving from most surprising upset to most surprising stats. So I'll go for your stats here for you. All right. And I'm going to lay them on your ass. These, you these to- stats were fun to look at. Oh, okay. You've just reminded me. Before we get into this, this is the perfect tangent. Can I, you know that fun fact I told you? Yeah, go can on, I share the fun fact? Tell me, listeners? tell me a fun fact. Okay, yeah, okay, but fact. let's 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 pretend that you don't already know. Okay, ready? This is the, pretend it's like SNL. We're like, thank God you're here. Okay, you ready? All right, and scene. <laughs> hey Matt, how you doing? Hey bro, I'm good. How are you? Okay, you remember how on the show with Dave we chatted about Gary Payton II? Yeah, I think I. Yeah, I think I remember. Yeah, Gary you remember Payton the second. dude 
He shot, he shot in like seven seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro, right. That's yeah, the dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Do you plays for Warriors, play? right? Yeah, plays for Warriors, yeah, bro. Yeah, cool, cool. Son of uh, famous Gary Payton. The glove. The glove. That's him. All right. I got a fun fact about Gary Payton second. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm ready. All right. He's, he's got a younger half brother, right? All right. The half brother's four months younger than him. Okay. Do you want to know what the younger brother's name is? What? Gary Payton Jr. You've got to be fucking with me. Nah, man. His baby mama, Gary Payton's baby mama named his other son Gary Payton Jr. Don't be trusting baby mamas. Don't be trusting oh baby my mamas. My I, I, legitimately though, and that <laughs> that blew my mind today. Like I kind of wish you saved it, but that blew my mind today. But legitimately, I always looked at it and I was like, that's really weird that he's Gary Payton the second. Because like, usually like it would be junior third. and then the third. Yeah, exactly. But thing one, thing, <laughs> thing two, and thing three. Why is he three? Because he's a third. No, it's, it's I'm thing and I'm thing one. one yeah, Why are you I'm, thing three? Because I'm the third. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, yeah. So, nah, that legitimately, like, I always saw that in a box score and I was like, He's like that's really weird that he's going by the second and not by junior. Like each to their own. I get that. Different strokes, different folks, but it now makes so much sense because you can't really have two Gary Payton juniors. I mean, yeah, you kind of do, but I mean I always thought the Gary Payton and like the the, the Roman numerals two look cold as hell on the back of the junior. Oh yeah, it looks cold. I thought, as I thought that looks way cooler than the uh than the junior. The three looks dope too. I'm waiting for the fourth, bro. If we get yeah. a fourth in the league, man, who, who's the third right now? Marvin Bagley? Wait, third? are you high? Yeah, we do have a fourth. Lonnie Walker, the fourth. Oh, he used to. Does he have the fourth on the back of his jersey? Uh, I want to say yes. I think he just yes. got Walker. I think he's just got Walker. I want to say yes. Hold on. Give me, give me, give me. Um, but yeah, the one I don't like is the, is it Marcus or Markeith Morrissey? Which one's a senior? Uh, Keith. No, Cuss, Cuss. I don't know. Like Keith. Whichever one plays with the cl- Clippers. I don't know, bro. Don't just add senior to your name, bro. The kid gets junior. You're the OG, man. You keep the name. <laughs> but imagine you're like, imagine you're meeting like Gary Payton the second, right? You're like, oh, shit, bro. Like, what's your name? And Gary Payton second. Oh, bro, is that mean your dad's Gary Payton? Yeah, man. He's my brother. What's his name? Gary Payton. Like, <laughs> Gary Payton Jr.? Go pay junior. Wait, I thought you were going to pay junior. No, I'm going. Oh, my God. So, uh, can confirm he wears the fourth. Walker IV. Yeah. That's sick. That's mad. I love that. That's sick. I love that. Um, that'd be a dope jersey, I reckon. Yeah, that'd be sick. Dave. Dave, hit me up. Uh, all right. So, can we get to the most surprising stats now, please? Okay, sorry you didn't like my fun fact, Chief. I did like your fun fact, but I liked it six hours ago when you told me. Uh, all right, so a couple of guys up there with guys that you wouldn't really expect them to be, right? So AD, right? AD's a blocker, right? He's leading the league in blocks. Tied with him is Robert Williams at three blocks per game. Robert Williams. Time Lord. The third. No. I don't believe it's Robert Williams as the Time Lord. I think it's Grant Williams as the Time Lord. Robert Williams is a time lord. He's the center that plays for fuck Boston. I thought it was Grant Williams. Bro, what are you cooked for, bro? What are you Googling shit you're wrong for? No, nah, I'm not. <laughs> you are, aren't you? You hate to see it. The oh. basketball reference has it down as time lord. Guess what his second nickname is? What? Boo butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be time lord too. I remember oh. I remember sitting there at the draft and Robert Williams was drafted wanting Milwaukee to take Robert Williams. Mm. I thought he'd be a good center to pair with Giannis. I am glad I am not the Bucks GM. 
Yeah. Um, because I would still be rocking with Jabari Parker mainly. But also, we, we ACLs later, you also, we were on Jabari Safari this week. We were on Jabari Safari this week. Jabari had a massive, massive quarter. For that's the, all we need. Yeah, on the, that's all we need. We're, we're up he, and down. He really helped them in that first half. End up winning that game against the Hornets. That was that was big. He was four or four at one point. I think you. I think he ended up with near twenty points. Uh, look, I'll let you fact check that one. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit you with these stats, and I want you to tell me which ones are most surprising. So we got Robert Williams tied first with AD in blocks. Right. This yeah. is this is with Boston giving up 115 plus points per game over the last. Uh, four of the last five games. So just fucking remember that. Uh, Ricky Rubio is tied third in assists with DeJounte Murray at nine per game. Harrison Barnes is in the top five of scoring at fifth with 28.3 points per game. He had a massive three today to put Phoenix away. It was glorious to watch. Alice Caruso off the bench, single digits in scoring and single digits in steals as well. He's second in steals at 3.3. Steals per game. I almost said points per game. Steph Curry had a perfect quarter against the Clippers. He went 9-9 shooting and scored 25 points. Fuck, that was hard to watch, but, you know, how do you hate Steph Curry? Westbrook with the first quadruple-double of the season, uh, 20 points, 14 boards, 13 assists, and 10 turnovers. And Damian Lillard, so far in the season, is only averaging 17.1% from the field, uh, from three points, sorry. That was at 8.3 until today, until he went, uh, I think it was three of seven today or something shot like 38 percent today but 17.1 percent from three i mean i think that looking into my crystal ball i have a funny feeling that's going to go up Hmm. i um most surprising what is it i think dame or harrison barnes are probably the most surprising robert williams as well a Hmm. little bit but i mean he's a pretty good defender that's what he can do like he's he's I would love blocker. to say Robert Williams, but like I've had Dave in my ear the last two months being like, Robert Williams, I tell you, he's going to be a defensive player of the year. No, Dave. I don't well, want to team give up 115 points a year. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think Harrison Barnes fifth at scoring. I thought he'd be oh, third choice. I guess third choice scorer on the Kings. Yeah. I guess if you went, what, you went De'Aaron and Halliburton and then... Well, even then, you're probably going healed. Off the yeah, he- yeah, healed exactly. Yeah, you're probably fourth choice. You know, to be mm. a scorer, to be scoring, to be hitting almost thirty points. That's massive. Yeah, it's huge. Um, and I mean, I think he'll he'll pair quite nicely with Ben Simmons once Ben Simmons is traded there. Unless Ben uh, Simmons ends up being traded for Harrison Barnes. You well. know what? That wouldn't be. Wouldn't I mean, be actually, however, you got Harrison Barnes and Tobias Harris, who's basically the same player. Yeah, they're both just not a very good player, are they? Player. Well, I don't know. If Harrison Barnes keeps this up, that might be like finally that ascension that we were waiting for him after the Warriors days. Remember, he won two chips at the Warriors. I was just thinking this. You remember when he was like cruising? Yeah, bro. He was like the ultimate three and D guy, just with not all that much D and just hitting like corner threes. He was yeah. he was like baby Andre Iguodala, just hitting but corner threes this, and, and winning chips. This is perfect for the Kings with Harrison Barnes playing like this because not only does it make them good and they can keep him and he's scoring well, but he does become an attractive trade asset. Mm, if that is what they want to do. Gives him in a job. Exactly. Exactly. He somehow gets jobs. Um, mm. But I mean, Har- Harrison Barnes doing that's great for them. I said we could, he, they could flip him to Philly. Um, Heald could be a piece somewhere. I don't know. Mm. Um, but we'll see. I mean, the other surprising one is probably Dame Lillard's shooting percentage, as I touched on before. It's like mm. you expect him to do better. Man, this is such an important year for the Blazers. They have to be good. And yeah. not just like good. They have to be really good. They have to be challenging this year. 
and yeah, and just that does not fill me with confidence. You know, they're not going to trade Dame. What they are going to do is going to blow up the team around Dame. Mm. Yeah, so I think it, it, unless he drastically kind of improves over the next 20 games or so, which I'm sure he will, mm. he's not going to be shooting 17, but you know, if he kind of shoots below average or to an average kind of level, cause he, he needs to be held to a high standard than shooting average from three. hundred percent. But CJ McCollum has been a flamethrower right now. So yeah, I know. He can so kind of be knows. hidden. Maybe, maybe they one. use that. Maybe they use CJ going off to try and partner Dame with someone and they, they use CJ as an asset. Possibly, possibly. For me, it's either got to be uh, Rubio or Caruso. I mean, Rubio, he's found some. Man, he's found some fucking. He's found something in Cleveland. That guy gets older, but just gets better. He's like, he's fine wine. He's that Spanish fine wine. You know what I'm saying? Like he's him and um, him and Caleb had a good little one-two game going on back in the old days. Yeah, bro. And then they, they played it all right. Cleveland. I, mean, I mean, it makes sense. I like. I did think Rubio was pretty surprising, but then you remember the guys around him. No one's really shot makers. I know he's not starting, but no mm. one's really around shot makers. He's got plenty of like he loves nothing more than just throwing a couple of good dimes. Yeah. He's got guys around him on that Cavs team who are just who are gonna take the shot. Mm. Like they're yeah. gonna take it. So if he's throwing them and throwing them well, I don't think there's anything stopping him from getting high assists every night. Yeah. I mean, and the Caruso one, man, that is surprising. But he's out here stealing hearts and stealing basketballs. Bro, a couple like coming off the bench and stuff like that, you know what I mean? But mm. let me just read some of the box scores of Ricky Rubio too. So first game against Memphis, he went 12 and 10 uh, with a steal. Second game against Charlotte, he went 15 and 10 with two steals. Third game against Atlanta, 23 and 8. 23 steal big for Rubes. Well. When's the last time Rubes had 23? Right, yeah. It was in the Olympics. He had 35 minutes that game, uh, shot 60% from the floor. He is. Hooking. A uh, bit of a down game against Denver. He had seven points, eight assists. Probably that fight that he got in with Lukundo Kampazzo. Uh, and uh, against the Clippers today, 15 and three. So, I mean, Rupert's putting up. He's putting up bare, bare games. You know what I'm saying? He's, yeah, he seems that once the pressure's off and the expectations aren't there, he just kills it. He's a perfect backup point guard. He just, like, yeah, when perfect. he's not starting. He's, yeah, he's the pressure off him. Come out, get the young guys involved. Like, man, he's looking good. And the big guys, the big guys are getting in there. When they're throwing dunks down like that, man, oof. Mm, that's such good. a big team too. But yeah, Caruso, Caruso coming off the bench and averaging 3.3 steals a game. Uh, I mean, he's coming off the bench and playing virtually starters minutes, but the, you need guys like this to buy in on the defensive end. Yeah. I mean, no one's ever no one's ever criticized Caruso. I've never played defense, but... When you've got all those scorers and not that many defenders in the starting lineup, like fuck, you need he has someone to, do the to dirty come. Work. Yeah, exactly. You need someone to come off the come off the bench and just you know chop some legs, steal some balls. You know what I'm saying? And Caruso's happy to do that. Do big man shit. Do big man shit. Yeah, we'd love to see it. All right. Well, that's that's pretty well. It. I think it's I think it's about time again to question time. I've missed question time, man. Question time has been a while. And remember, ah. if we don't get to your question today, we will get to it. We definitely will. So let's roll into question time. What did she say? Hey, where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? Did you touch my drum set? No. Why are you so sweaty? I was watching cops. All right, so coming in, uh, we've got a few questions today. Again, if we don't get to it, we'll get to yours uh, in the next question time, every Thursday at the end of the pod. Um, it's... Uh, Based on the AD Pelicans situation, uh, if you all remember last episode, we're talking about how Drew Holiday there, uh, they probably should have made you know better use of that situation. They had they had another another closet hero of ours, Darius Miles, or 
Darius Miles, shout Darius out. Miles. Kentucky, <laughs> Kentucky hero. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they only drafted him because he looked after AD. When, I'm, surely that's it. He stuck around for a while too, big old Darius. Jokes, not he, Darius Miles, Darius Miller. Yeah, whatever. People knew who. Darius Miles was the Clippers one, wasn't he? Darius Miles was the Clippers one. He was back yeah, in the there. little horns guy. He's acting. Yeah, He's in that yeah, movie yeah. with Chris Evans. Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. He's, he's out here repping. So for those who don't know, Darius Miller was a 2K goat back in the day. Like, oh, you pick that man up from the G League, and in two years, he was LeBron James. Like, I shit you not. Right, back he's in, so good. Yeah. What was it, 2K7? No, it was still no, 2K like, 30, fresh 2K out of high school. Yeah, it was like 2K14. Yeah, it was. he was like, he was something else. He was absolutely something else. But... Okay, yeah. So uh, with the with the AD situation, which other franchises have failed to build a worthy team around their superstar? And I'm I'm gonna go first. All right, okay. right. It's got to be the Timberwolves. They have to be like the obvious choice. Which star? Right. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> bro. Like you, you know, you have at one point you have Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns together, right? You see what Andrew Wiggins is doing out in Golden State now. If you give him more of the keys than Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is still going to feast, right? You've got three stars there now in D'Lo, uh, Ant-Man, and Cat, and they're still not getting it right. Like, they're still losing to teams like the New Orleans Pelicans. The Pelicans without Zion, bro. Like, how how can you not call this a, like a squandered franchise after all this Potential, you know what I mean? Have you got Have you got another answer? You got a better answer? No, but on, on the Timberwolves, they also had they couldn't win with KG. They got close, but they couldn't do it. Yeah, they also had Fat Kevin Love, who was a stud, couldn't do it. Yeah, I think this is just it's just a and they brought in Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler took them to the playoffs, right? And Jimmy then they Butler was doing Jimmy. it on himself. Um, I mean, one team that's probably that's probably not going to be able to do it. Looking in the crystal ball is. Surprise, surprise, the Pelicans again with Zion. Yeah. Doesn't look and like going to happen. And Brandon Ingram. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I am trying to, as you're asking this question. Oh, I wonder if the mic picked that up. What? I farted. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of a team that's had that's had a star recently. It hasn't been out of build. Most teams are fairly like, like I mean, the, I thought the Suns were going to be that for a while with Devin. Um, mm. Can but, we judge the Rockets? Like they were an injury away. <laughs> oh, there's another. I one. mean, I mean, I, I think you got to a little bit. I mean, this it's kind of hard, isn't it? Because they're a team that didn't blow it up, and they tried hard, and they got close. Mm. I mean, one I've just thought of now is probably the Blazers and Dame. Yeah, Portland and Dame. Yeah, Portland and yeah. Dame's a That's big one. one. They just couldn't, they just couldn't get it done, you know. And they and. Lots of the time it comes down to just who's the second guy that you pair him with and mm. how how committed are you to that pairing? Like mm. you look at like Joel and Ben, they're pretty they're pretty adamant on that one, shackled him to them. Um mm. even this one, Dame and CJ. I don't know. I'm trying to but think. But I think I think the Dame thing, I think that just fuels like the AD case that we we're making last last um last pod. Because like they like do you remember that AD, like that Pelican scene that Killed the Trailblazers. Killed Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday killed the Blazers. Drew Holiday. Anthony Davis had 50 and yeah. 15 in like the yeah. first, like in one of the games. Like he fucking, they killed him. Um, and then just couldn't get done. They ran into a Warriors team that just fucking killed them. Like the, the outside shooting just destroyed him, right? Um, yeah, look, it's tough. I think the Timberwolves, like they're the, I think they're the glaring one. They got to be the glaring one. Like you would have said early, early Cavs. 
with LeBron, but then Ka- then LeBron went back and I think and I think yeah, I think I did think of the Cavs one, but it's it's kind of hard because LeBron's such a unique player. It, mm. It's never been quite cl- like you look at certain players and you're like, I know what guy I want to pair with you. Mm-hmm. And you go out and you try and find that guy, right? LeBron, mm. I, you you could theoretically, he's so good, you could pair him with anybody. Mm. Like you, you could pair him with whoever, so that makes it hard. You can't target anyone. You just kind of target what's going on, mm. which makes it hard because it doesn't always work. I mean, well, you look at you look at his championships, man. Like you got you got the slasher and Wade, the slasher and shot creator yeah. and Wade, and then you got the you know the Chris Bosh that turned into a three point shooter, and then they just fucking surround him with shooters, right? Then you got then you got Cleveland. And you got kind of that that deal again, but you got like the more fancy footwork shooter in Kyrie, and then you got the back to the basket in Kevin Love, right? Two two very different, but you know also stretches out three surround them with shooters. Now look at this Lakers team, it's the same shit. You got the slasher in in Westbrook, and then you got the back to the basket big in in Westbrook, right? Uh, in Davis, right? Surround them with shooters. So you know yeah, if the recipe the big- is right. Yeah, I think I think the bigs are quite different though. Davis is more dominant than Bosch or Love put or together, Love. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think the Westbrook thing is he needs the ball more than say like a Kyrie or a Wade does. Wade was always more than happy to dish. Mm. Um, I think one if if you if you're doing a throwback is probably Charles Barkley on the Sixers. Mm, if you look at yeah. that, couldn't quite get it done on the Sixers. Goes to goes to the Suns. I mean, they they didn't get it done on the Suns. If, they got close. They got mm. they got just as close as anyone did to Michael when he won MVP and he was the best player in the league. And he was mm. he was it, if you put not I think it was ninety three that would have been ninety three. You put ninety three Charles Barkley into the league now, and you probably have another MVP. Yeah, he 100%. was just what he was doing then. They were doing that. He would play. He'd be like a shorter Giannis. Yeah, yeah. Like, just Random unbelievable. And, I mean, like, if he had got it done there, it would have been incredible. But uh, mm. Well, I mean, if, you, if you're talking historics, then you got to talk to 01, the 001 Philly as well with Allen Iverson. Yeah, yeah, same yeah, thing. They, they, got, same they thing. got as close as anyone. So close, sniffing. Those. But then, I mean, when you're going up against Kobe and Shaq, yeah. and I mean, it. I mean, Kobe and Shaq is kind of the alternate of what we're talking about here where it's like mm. that's – you look at a guy and you're like, okay, what Shaq needed was a guy who – wanted to have the ball, wanted to be aggressive when it got down to crunch time and not only wanted the ball, but could have the ball. It's mm. so we see it all the time. It's hard for big men to get that last shot off, especially if they're not mm. a shooter. Cause yeah. it's not, it's not how the plays are meant to go. The plays are meant to be inbounded to, to a perimeter guy, right? They're not going to get inbounded mm. to mm. center. So I think that was perfect. And, and Kobe, I mean, you could probably could have paired, he's a lot like the Bromway, could have paired Kobe with whoever and it would have worked well. Exactly. You pair him with like the most dominant center with like I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Of course, that's, of course yeah. that's going to go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope that list, that answers your question. Listener. Uh, moving on to the next one, due to the four and O season start, even though it's still early, does this make the Bulls look like a challenge to other te- who wrote this a four-year-old to challenge other teams in upcoming games or do we think that the luck will run out on the Bulls and they'll be a mid-playoff seed? Uh, do you want the long answer or do you want the short answer? Bro, they fucking put the answer in here. But yeah, you, I'll, I'll give you. Do you want my long or do you want my short? Uh, give me both. Okay, my short is nap. My long is nap. <laughs> I um <laughs> I, th- I think they'll end up a mid playoff seed. I think this will this will regress back to the mean. Yeah, they're a good team. They're a fun team. Um, well, if they trade Kobe White, who knows who they end up? And and that could put them over the top. 
Mm. You know, if they could partner Kobe White with something or some picks and get get a disgruntled vet who mm-hmm. really takes them to the next level, then they could really push for maybe second round in the East. Mm. Yeah. Maybe a conference finals if some injuries go their way. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Imagine like, if you imagine Philly does the ultimate backflip and then trades Joel Embiid. Oh, contracts wouldn't match up. I don't but, know if Kobe White is good enough to pull you. No, 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 no. He's not. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, <laughs> throw it in 2K. Why not? Um, look, I'm I'm with you. I still like my Bulls for top four, uh, but yeah, I I still think they're going to end up anywhere between four and six. They'll still be in the playoffs. Then uh, I think that they'll have. Yeah, I think they'll be four. I think they'll end up home court advantage. Um, but fuck, it's a good start. It's a really good start. start. And, and I mean, and everyone knows their role, you know, like when, when a couple guys are like, oh, fuck, Vuzovic is just chucking shit up. But the dude's also had a couple 15 rebound games, right? He knows what he's doing. Um, down the stretch, if, if DeMar knows he needs to take over, he's the mid range and he goes to the free throw line. Like he had a game the other day where he had 26 points uh, and 11 rebounds and they won the game because he went to the free throw line 10 times and, and hit every one of them, you know what I mean? So um, everyone knows their role there. And they're all buying in, and that's beautiful. So the same in Charlotte. Everyone knows yeah. they're all they're all buying the, in. The fun thing about Charlotte and Chicago are that what, when it's the off season and people are excited for teams, they're like, "Yeah, this team's going to be good." Like, or even if they're not good, they're going to be a fun league pass team. They normally end up being really shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they might be a fun league pass team, but they end up shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's good to see teams that people were excited about be good and the excitement carry over. Yeah. And it's hoping that builds momentum and these guys look good. And you forget Chicago's like a big market. Like, I was reading today that the most valued, the most valued franchises in basketball, they were the third or fourth. Yeah. I think it was like New York, market. LA, Chicago, and then Boston, Philadelphia, maybe, or Boston. But, um, Nah, yeah, yeah. Boston was fifth, and I think Chicago was fourth. Nah, the Clippers would be up there too. Nah, yeah. Clippers weren't top five, bro. Fuck your mother. Little brother. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that. I hope that answers your question, listener. Uh, moving on to the next one. We're running a little bit long here, so let's just cut it here. Uh, thoughts on early rookie of the year, Chris Duarte. What's his outlook? look like when Karis LeVert and TJ Warren return to the mix. So Duarte is averaging 19.8 points per game, uh, 4.8 rebounds per game and two assists per game on 41, 45 and 100 splits. What are you, you liking Chris? You liking Duarte? I don't mind Chris. I um I watched him in that Pacers Wizards game that went to OT. Mm. Um, didn't mind him. I thought he was pretty good. They put a lot on the kid. I mean, he's yeah. not really a kid. He's what? He's older than Tatum. He's two. Is he two years? Someone says he's two years younger than Giannis. Can you look this up for me? How old is Chris Duarte? Yeah, look at him. Keep going. Keep yeah, going um, he looked. He looked pretty good. I, I like that they were giving him um, heaps of responsibility, and he reminds me a lot of his teammate Malcolm Brogdon. Mm. Came into the league and kind of was was what they were almost immediately. Mm. Like, I don't think Duarte is going to get, I don't think his ceiling's much higher than what he's doing right now. He mm. might improve around the fringes, get a few more points, a few more stats here and there. But I think ultimately kind of is what it is, where he's going to be a mid-level starter or a really, really high bench guy. Mm. And he seems like a type of guy where once this rookie deal has ended, team like contenders are really going to be going after him because mm. he's going to be an experienced guy with a great head on his shoulders who knows what to do. Mm, mm. He's uh he's three years younger than Giannis. Yeah, that's still crazy though. Giannis is what year nine? <laughs> uh yeah. 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 
Giannis came into the league at 19, though. So Yeah. Well, how old is uh, Duarte then? 24? Yeah, Duarte's 24. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad, but thir- I mean, the, you know, you got they got things with 13th picks, but 13th picks, they turn out to be bloody good basketball players. So that's all right. Um, I mean, it's a good, it's a good pickup for the Pacers. It's a very Pacers pickup, I think. Yeah. I think 100%. with TJ Warren and Levert, um, you know, back in the mix, I think Dwight. Less minutes, obviously, less responsibility, but I think that's yeah. going to be good for him. It's going to give him a chance to learn. Mm, uh, those big mm. games, TJ and Karras can can be the guys, and I think Duarte can learn off that. And, I mean, perfect guys to learn off. He's really mature. He's going to listen to the leaders. I, I do just think the Pacers are one star away. Mm, they're yeah. one. They're, they're just one. They're one really big go-to guy away. I think they could be really, really good. But they got great pieces there, man. They're, they're fun to watch. And they got pretty cool jerseys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listener, the the rookie of the year, Duarte pick. I'm I'm not a fan of it. I mean, you got a lot of rookies doing really good things in the in the league. I mean, I personally would take Evan Mobley or even Scotty Barnes before mm. we. I, I, I don't Duarte. think Duarte would get rookie of the year, but I think. I think this rookie class is deep, man. And you're yeah, going to look back and all of a sudden you're going to be like, wow, Duarte was in that class. That's crazy. Like, Yeah. So I think I think teams are going to obviously start like game planning for him now. You know, uh, when, yeah. when Levert go, like, went down and TJ Warren, you know, was obviously still out and they were like, okay, so we've only got to worry about DeMantis. So then this boy can come out and hit, you know, 20 points per game. Good on him. That's fine. But as soon as they start def- like defending him, it's it, it could be it could be a worry and you could see those points start to start to fly out the window. But I mean it's it's a nice start. It's a good story. Yeah, I think good he's got a him. really, really high ceiling, man. Like even even if he's got a bad game, I still think it's gonna be a decent decent yeah. game. I just I just think that like, yeah, I I agree with your rookie of the year, obviously. Um I just think that there are there are like decent rookies on really Really shit teams that um, they're just more exciting. People like excitement. Yeah, people like yeah. excitement, and and with and that's what it happens with the Roy. It's normally a really exciting guy or a guy that's just so undeniable you can't deny him. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how that works. Expert analysis from your boy. Lockenstein. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, it is what it is. I mean, if, if we're talking excitement, then we got to go. Like, Scotty Barnes, he's doing some fucking shit in Toronto. He's doing some he, Barnes does not look like what I imagine someone with his name looks like. You don't reckon? I reckon someone shorter, fatter, and with longer hair. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I just that's what I imagine. He's way thinner. He's way more athletic than what I had in my mind. If I had him, it, it kind of looks like, like this is gonna this is gonna come out wrong. But I'm gonna say it anyway. It kind of looks like the cousin of like OG Ananobi. Like they've got like he does like no, you know, they like, do they have a yeah he looks similar more builds like, I thought yes the his build was closer to OG than I thought it was going to be closer to like this is a weird mix but like um, Draymond and Chris Bosh yeah right I thought okay. it was going to be a weird build like that maybe yeah 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 but I don't know like um, yeah he's been good man and I mean people wondered why they took him over Suggs and I mean it's because at the moment Suggs shot Suggs yeah. <laughs> it really does mate like it's and I mean, Orlando, he's got the chance to just chuck him up until they start hitting and find his feet. But yeah, Toronto, I don't know why we why we doubt these guys like Presti and um, 
Majiri. Majiri, like yeah, yeah. guys who know how to draft. And even like a Dudes when he was basketball. around Danny Ainge, man, like these guys, they as their life is basketball. They know basketball. Like yeah, yeah. They, they they're confident in guys. Like Presti looks like he got an absolute steal at number six there. Like yeah, man. It's unbelievable, yeah. man. Like we just keep questioning these guys. It should be guys that, you know, the, the ones that you would really question, you know, Cade and the and the Pistons and Maybe Ivan Mobley and the Cavs, but Mobley's look good, man. Ivan Mobley, even. I think it's Ivan. I think it's. I thought it was Evan. I don't know, man. Fast uh, probably Evan. I saw a stat today. It was actually it was sent to me. Josh Giddy, after his eighteen and ten game today on fifty four percent shooting, is now is either the youngest or the second youngest. I know this stat. LeBron James to have ten assists. Do you want me to add to that stat? Add to it, maybe. All right. So out of the top six youngest people to have 10 assists, one is obviously Josh. Do you know who the other five all are? LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad company. Not bad company at all. Uh, you heard it his, first. Josh Giddy is the next LeBron James. His playmaking has been unreal. Him and Shay next to each other, backcourt of the future. Yeah, right. Really um, is just just, intercha- just interchangeable. Uh, can do so many different things. Can I love that he's accepting his create. role too. Like he never looks like he's trying to do too much out there. No, like he's man, just, no, he's, he's just doing doing what needs to be done. Yeah, yeah, man, and 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 they all seem to have great camaraderie down there in OKC. That's why I think they'll mm. they'll build. Like mm. I know they're going to start off shit. Um, I think I think they really will build. Because mm, mm. uh, because that chemistry, that's what happens. They're not going to have to worry about you know any star getting angry and wanting to leave. Really, mm, Shay yeah. throws a big one eighty. But I mean, yeah, I think they'll they'll surprise a few people towards the end of the season. And, mm. and teams will take games off against them too. There's yeah, always that. That's when someone rests. That's when I mean, oh, yeah, so, Bron Bron rested today. Exactly. So. It's already <laughs> five yeah. games in. It's already happened. Like yeah, team. Yeah, team yeah. I think they'll be the team of the ambush there. Okay, see. Yeah, probably. All right. Well, we didn't get to your question. We'll get to it next Thursday. Don't worry about it. But um, yeah, thank you for thank you for joining us on another episode of uh, Fifth and Dribble. Be sure to follow us. Plenty on- of dribble in this episode. Oh, bro, plenty of dribble. Plenty of dribble. Last couple of episodes, I'm loving it. I'm loving the dribble. That's good. Cool. We're just chatting. Yeah, we're just chatting. We're just doing our thing. So um, yeah, find us on find us on the socials. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Twitter at Fifth and Dribble. Um, hit us up with your voice memos at fifth and dribble so anchor.fm slash fifth and dribble and we will embed those into this bad boy i'm still waiting on so i'm gonna keep saying it until someone does it all right so someone just do it gonna, help him out just, he's waking up cold sweat someone just do it help brother out all right and uh yeah any more holes that uh we gotta plug my friend um just remember if you think that the rockets are gonna win more games than okc please hit me up i love free beer yeah very very good very good all right well thank you very much everybody that joined into this episode and uh we will definitely see you in the next one we'll see you in the next one guys bye bye bye